Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In commercial programming, the content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Oh, good morning, everybody. A lovely Saturday morning and a lovely weekend here in southeastern Wisconsin and all of Wisconsin, actually, this week. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, where we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, we are unrehearsed, and we never know what the heck's going to come up. But we will talk some fishing and hunting at, during the show at some point in time because, well, this is an outdoor show. Anyway, uh, if you want to get involved in the show, you got any questions or comments, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. And sitting in for Bushy today is our uh, longtime sit-in guest here, I guess, Lori Scherf. She's uh, an outdoors lady who's very experienced in hunting and angling. Uh, yeah, she she knows her stuff. So well, thank you. It was nice yeah, to be back. Well, yeah, thanks for coming in. I do appreciate it. And hey, we got an email right away. And by the way, folks, you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. That's ceoguys at, well, I guess we should have had guys, guys and, and girls. girls. <laughs> yeah, but CEO guys at yahoo.com. First one comes from Ralph. He said, I heard the fishing on Pewaukee has been so bad that even the liars aren't catching fish. <laughs> Is that true? I want, well, to tr- I want to try Tuesday. Any suggestions? What to try? Love the show. Thanks, Ralph. Appreciate it. Well, Laurie, well, you can attest to... It doesn't suck on Pewaukee. Well, no, it doesn't suck. No. But it's been a tough year. It has really been um, tough everywhere. Uh, we had went up north over Labor Day week, and we got four fish in a boat total, and they were all under 40 inches. And it, we saw a lot of nice fish, big fish, but um, should have been here this week, I guess. Yeah. But Pewaukee's been picking up. I oh, got a, yeah. You know, I got a 38-incher muskie last night well, on just, a bulldog. Yeah. And what time was that about? Uh, basically about 5.15. It was mm. 15, about 10 to 15 minutes after the moon phase. Okay. And it is moon phase based this year. And the moon phase was overhead or transit. 
Um, Whatever the heck that means. <laughs> Basically, Lori, I don't look at moon phases. I figure, hey, I can go fishing for four hours now. I'm, I'm going. I, true, I don't look true, at stuff true. like that. Well, it, it does play a lot <laughs> yeah. into that, and it has a lot this year in particular, especially when it's um, a little bit tougher. Yeah. And um, I didn't actually look at the moon phase before we went out, and we got out about, it was before 5 o'clock. We were out about quarter to 5, and... And fish hit about quarter after five, and I'm like, I'm gonna look at the moon phase chart on my phone, and oh, it was 5:07. But you look up in the sky, the moon will be directly above you, which is in transit. Then you have moonset, moonrise, and then you have moon underfoot, which is subtransit. So the moon is it's not under your feet literally. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, I know. It's so just not visible because it's, it's not visible. on the other side of the, the planet. planet. Correct, yeah. correct. And yeah. the, my favorite are the moon overhead and moon underfoot. For some reason, yeah. I've caught a lot of fish on those moon phases. So really? and it does this year. It's been you know, like I said, it's basically been centered around those moon phases okay. or a weather front or whatever. But um, it's de- definitely been a major factor this year. Well, I couldn't remember if Ralph mentioned musky fishing. Yeah, he, he just didn't. he just said fishing in yeah, general. Yeah. And yeah, musky fishing uh, earlier in the year out there was was it was it was tough, then good, then tough. You know, yes. I mean, yeah. And then it got too warm, yeah, yeah. and your water temps got too warm. They were above eighty, and so everybody kind of laid off a little bit on particular musky fishing. But it's starting to pick back up. Yeah. The water temps were about seventy six last night. And yeah. I had a good release on that fish last night. That's he, good. You know, it it. it Hailed yeah. the bulldog bait yeah. that I was using, and we had to, we had to cut hooks last yeah. night. So okay. you know I can't stress enough to have a good nipex players in the boat. Yeah, the you know the other thing too is uh, you know when it comes to the other fishing, there was a time you know earlier this year bass fishing out there was great, but then it really slowed down in the end of July. I think it was beginning of August, end of July. I think it was, and uh, really was just slow. There was one tournament where the catch rate was as low as it's ever been, right? Wow. But it's picking up now again. Mm-hmm. Guys are catching bass. So, if, Ralph, I wouldn't be afraid to go out. Best time to go fishing is whenever you can. Right. You know, exactly. if you can get out there and, you know, and, 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 and take this to heart. Now, I, Al Linder likes to say it. He said, there are no bad days of fishing. We have good days and great days. So, I. <laughs> Okay, 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 Al. Well, I look at it this way. I figure you got to have some tough days of fishing to appreciate the good days. Oh, absolutely. Because if you just caught fish all the time, as many as you wanted, as big as you wanted, you get bored of it pretty quick. So when you have some of those tougher days and then all of a sudden you have a good day, you really appreciate it more, you Mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. when you do have those good days. So, but Ralph, definitely just go. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I mean, the panfish look like they were moving up there into the weeds. You know, you can see a lot of stuff, you know, that. 12 foot or yeah yeah so you know the bigger fish are just going to keep following and Um, a crappie fishing out there has really been good um and the and pan fishing in general but the size of the crappies is a lot larger than what it has been over the years right they're doing really good and walleye fishing people are catching walleyes and you know and some of them they're they're some of them are legal size Mm -hmm. and wait till next year Oh, it's going to explode. It's going to explode. I've not, I've, this year is the first year I've seen a lot of walleye fishermen out there and they are catching them, you know, thanks to walleyes for tomorrow and they are putting in such a good effort on that. But right now there's a lot of those 14 to 17 inches, Mm -hmm. you know, and they got to be 18 inches out on Pewaukee Lake. And, uh, I mean, there are some 18 inches, so, and bigger, you know, so there are some, but next year, all of those fish that are just an inch or two short, 
that that, that lake is going to have so many. I'm going to be fit walleye fishing out there a lot next year. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, it's, it's going to explode. It's just going to absolutely explode, uh-huh. which is good. I mean, you can see their efforts have been paying off. Oh, without a doubt. As a matter of fact, over on, at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, mm-hmm where we also rent boats and motors. Mm-hmm. We've got, uh, not, not only do we have all that musky equipment, but we also have all the non-musky stuff for the bass, the panfish, the walleye, and all that stuff, So and a lot of live baits. So whatever you need, we got it at Smokey's right, Musky Bait right. and Tackle Shop. But anyway, I had to get that in there. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, no. <laughs> it's definitely, it, even the northern fishing, since they raised oh, the, um, the size, size limit thing. on that, there's been some phenomenal oh, northerns in there. Big pike. Big pike. Some big ones. Uh, not like the little ones I was catching this past <laughs> week. This last week, my two of my boys and I were out, and uh, man, we caught so many little hammer handles. We did. I don't think we caught one over 24 inches. I swear to God. I think the smallest one was like 15 inches, and they wow. were all in that 15 to 20 inch range, basically, except for a couple that were maybe 23, 24. We just. I mean, we. We just couldn't find a bigger fish to save our souls. I mean, we caught some bass, too, and only one undersized one. But the thing, those pike were just all over. They were all over the bass baits, all over the pike bait. They were oh, just yeah. on I everything. Mean, it, we catch them on the yeah. musky baits, and yeah. you know, you get your heart pounding. You think it's a musky, and it's like, yeah. okay, this thing's not head right. shaking. But, but, you know, it they'll hit anything. Yeah, I was, I was going to reference the walleyes one more time out, out at Smokies. Every now and then, I'll just... Cast a little bit right right by the docks where we where we uh, have the boat slips, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, I'll catch a few bass. Maybe I'll catch some panfish. I'm just goofing around, you know. And this year, uh, was it this year and last? Last year and this year, I've actually, on the mini mites, when I throw the mini yep. mites out, I've actually caught some little walleyes. In the last 30 years, I have never caught a walleye off of those docks oh wow ever wow. so in the last last year and this year i i i, I think two last year and one this year mm-hmm. but that never happened before never ever wow. so, so it's, it it's, just shows that shows they're you. all over the lake they're they getting all over you yeah, know i mean they were smaller yep. they were little but that was good to see yeah you know absolutely. that was really good to see definitely oh man i'm telling you i'm I'm just looking for, and this fall is going to be so good. It is going to be phenomenal. As soon as that temperature drops. Yeah, it's just been way too warm. And we have 63 degrees today, and today is obviously opening day of bow season. Yeah, it's 63 now, maybe. Yeah, but But later later on today, it'll be up around 85. Yeah, 80 degrees or something, whatever. Yeah, it's, and at further west you go, a little warmer. It's going to get hotter. Yep. And uh, that's right. You gave you you were gonna go bow hunting. Yes, I was. Today. I gave up bow hunting, you but did. it's just too warm. But yeah, but you were like, oh <laughs> yeah. God, thank you, Tom, for calling. I really didn't want to go, but and it, fight all the mosquitoes yeah. and the mosquitoes. Now, this last rain we had uh, was know, horrible. What, we're gonna take a quick break, but when we come back, uh, we want to just talk a little bit about bow hunting. But mm-hmm. I want to find out when we come back. How you got into the fishing and the hunting? Okay. Was it parents? Was it siblings? Was it your husband? Whatever. You know, I want to find out a little background about Lori okay. Scherf, yeah. okay? Yeah, definitely. So we're going to go to a break, Ryan, and we'll be right okay. back, folks, uh, here on 105.7 FM, The Fan.
This is uh, Ted Nugent, <clears throat> dedicated for all those hunters, bow hunters going out there in the woods this opening of bow hunting season here in Wisconsin. Because as you all know, Ted Nugent, he do, oh, he do he like is, his bow hunting. He do like his bow hunting, yes, for he does. sure. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> we're talking to Lori Scherf today. She's live in the studio, and she, she comes in, what would you say, about three, well, three four, four times, times a year? year? Yeah. 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 So... Uh, Anyway, you know, one time I was at a Ted Nugent concert, and he, uh, not in it, excuse me, a seminar. And <laughs> sometimes he can use uh, inappropriate language, even oh, though explicit, there's kids yes. there. And he talked about drilling a deer that was going away for him, away for, away, walking from- away from him. Uh, right up the, hmm, he called it a different word. Let's call it the poop shoot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Drilled it right through there out to the front of it or the whatever. Chest, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was, uh, but he was a lot more explicit. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, Lori, how did you, how did you get into all these outdoor activities, the hunting and the fishing? Were you a little girl or did it come later on in yeah, life? What? I was a little girl. My dad, um, I was the only child, so I was kind of like his son, his daughter, the tomboy. Um, so basically, I got to thank my dad for mostly everything. And then my husband got me into the muskie fishing and took me that, you know, that direction. Yeah. But my dad actually, you know, we I was ice fishing five years old. and. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into actually hunting until probably my early 20s. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just wanted to try it, and I actually loved it. And you went hunting. with your dad first? Well, with my dad, yeah. yeah. It, you know, he was my buddy. You yeah. Know, we went and, you know, we'd go bow hunting, or then I got into the gun hunting a little bit, but, um, you know, he taught me how to shoot a gun, a bow, and, you know, got me set up, bought my first bow for my what, birthday. What and, did you enjoy about it? Why did you want to do it at first? I don't, I really liked, I just wanted to see what it was about. Yeah. Um, Did you yeah. like being out in the woods? Oh, I love being out in the yeah. woods. It just—it's so serene and just calm, quiet, and uh-huh. just enjoying not just the deer. Or the, you know, a lot of people, oh, I gotta get a deer, gotta get a deer. Well, you know, close your eyes and just sit there and listen to all the sounds mm-hmm. and listen to nature. And you know, if I don't see a deer that day, I don't care. You see I mean, a lot it, of other you stuff. You see a lot of other things. <laughs> you, know, you see a lot of other things. Yeah. Some things you don't want to see, but um, yeah. you know, it, it's definitely you know, you just want to be absorbed in Mother Nature. You just want to. You know, enjoy the moment. Yeah. And if a deer comes by and then you get a shot, great. You know, that's you know your freezer. You know, I feel the same exact way. Hey, we got another email. You can email us, folks, at uh, ceoguys at yahoo.com, <laughs> or you can call us live here with questions or comments at uh, 799-1250. All right. Uh, this is from JH. I'm just going to call you JH. Good morning, boys. Well, it's not boys. Boys it's, and girls. Yeah, boys and girls. Tom, did you get out fishing on Winnebago or Delavan? Have you heard any reports on Winnebago? Thinking about going out to hang out with the mosquitoes and the lake flies today. Oh, and one more thing from the needy one. Could you please get rid of those orange barrels in Milwaukee? They're killing us truckers. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing the truckers' paycheck. Oh, this is from uh, Tex in the big truck. Text, yeah. Those orange bell- barrels are killing your, your oh, because they got to slow down. They have to slow down. They got to go. Well, they got to slow down. They, they can't, yeah, they can't make their time. Right. Well, here, here you go, Tex. Uh, first of all, we, we didn't go to Winnebago because we heard it was going to be windy. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go to Winnebago when it's windy. No. 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 And uh, it's different if it's coming out of the uh, west. Straight mm-hmm. out of the west, that's fine because we like fishing the West Shore area. 
But this was coming out of the Northeast. Oh. And uh, I think it was Northeast that day. And it's like, no, I don't want to go there. No. So then uh, we were going to go to Delavan, but my son said, well, if it's going to be windy coming out of Northwest, that, that really sucks for us where we fish. So I don't want to go there either. <laughs> okay. So then, now, oh, right. okay. So then I, I, we decided we'll go to Old Faithful, go to Oconomowoc Lake, because mm-hmm. we love, we, we really enjoy Oconomowoc Lake because it's got all the species and you can catch big fish and big bluegills to take right. home. So we go to Oconomowoc, and I'm not sure if we could see the posts on the pier that you hold on to. Yeah. Because there was water. So much water. Uh, over the pier. Must have been a good foot or more over the pier, and oh, the wow. water was just rushing over the dam. Wow. So, and on the side chute. Yep. So we said, uh, does anybody want to get wet? <laughs> no, we don't want to <laughs> no, get wet. We don't want to get our shoes and our pants wet. No, no. Let's. So then we went over to the Okachi launch. That was full. Wow. Yep. No parking spots because I'm sure a lot of people went to the Oconomowoc one and then ended up going to Okachi. Same thing you did. Yep. Yep. Well, that was full. And this is like, this is six in the morning. Wow. Yeah. This is at least, yeah, it's like six in the morning. So that's full. So we said, okay, well, we weren't planning out being out all day or nothing, right. you know, just in the morning. So we went over to Fowler. Okay. Because we knew we could, you know, get out of the wind, you know, I mean, a nice yeah, a little lake. lake. Yep. And um, so that's where we were catching all those hammer handles. Okay. But we had, my son saw one and I saw one. I mean, there, there was no mistake. And we know what muskies look like. Yep. We know the difference between muskies Musk- and northerns. And they weren't that far away. And they were porpoising. They, they we saw up. just come flying out of the water. Wow. Just jumping out of the water. And it's like, oh, and of course... We didn't have any musky rods with us or musky lures with us or nothing. But they had, I mean, let me ask you this, Lori. Do you think they're just jumping for like carp for the sake of jumping or are they, I would, I would assume they're chasing something. They're probably chasing panfish. Yeah, they're chasing something. Torpedoing at them. Yeah, coming after one. Just like last night when this musky hit, I was bringing in my bulldog and this thing shot up coming in almost into a figure eight. And this thing just shot up like a scud missile and yeah. just engulfed that bait. I, I couldn't even see any of it sticking out of its mouth. Yeah. And it was just tail dancing next yeah. to the boat. And, you know, it's like, okay, where did you come from? Yeah. You know? Now, my one son, he did get bit off a couple times. And okay. one was, a and, and he was using that, uh, one of the super braids, okay? Okay. And it, it was a real clean cut, not oh. frayed or anything. So, you know, a tooth. Yeah. Had, and we're just it. wondering if one of those muskies, grabbed a hold of it, yep. you know, I mean, engulfed Just... the spinnerbait and cut the line. Now, here's the thing, I and I shouldn't really tell people about Fowler Lake. It, <laughs> it is a little gem. I mean, there's northerns, there's bass, well, there's, there's bluegills, there. crappies, there's even some walleyes, but it does have muskies in it. And yeah. it's and, and the muskie fishing area is only about, it's an 80-acre lake, and the muskie fishing area is only maybe 50 acres or less. Wow. You know, I They're... mean... Yeah, and and it's a nice little bowl, and and you can what what's really great about it, Lori, is that like let's say you packers are going to be on at noon tomorrow, mm-hmm. I could go out to Fowler Lake, get out there about eight o'clock, because you know we know you don't have to get up early for right, muskies right, in the fall. Right. You know you don't have to get up early; they're late sleepers. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you get out there by eight, you can make two full passes around the whole lake, the, around the deep weed line edge. Yeah. I like to sit out there in anywhere from twenty five to thirty feet of water. Yep. Have my suckers at different depths and then cast towards the weed line. Okay. So, but you can make two full passes, taking your time, not Mm -hmm. going fast. 
And yet, and I'm a half hour away, let's say, from right. it. And I'll still be home in time for the Packer game. For the Packer game. Yeah. You do a three hour tour. Exactly. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. It's a three hour tour. You make two good, complete passes. passes and, and if they're biting, they're biting. And if they're not, they're not. Kidding. And yeah. now, the biggest one I've ever caught out of there is 46 inches, which that's on that little that, that's a good, that's 50 good acres, that's a big Absolutely. fish. But the uh, one I heard of, and uh, I forget his name. Yeah, I, I know you know who it is. I just can't think of his name right now. He got a 49. Wow. Out of that little lake. And, yeah. and oh, one time fishing with Dennis Radloff. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to do those shows for Outdoor Wisconsin. Right. Okay. And me and Dennis would go musky fishing once a year in the fall. But we would pick a date. In, in May, we would pick a date in November. November. So we had no clue what, I mean, this is six months down the there road. There could be snow, there could be ice, well, if you have anything. Exactly. Well, the day we picked and we were, and Dennis said, let's, let's go to follow. It was a nasty day. It was cold. It was sleeting. It was those little ice balls coming in, you know. I mean, it was terrible, yeah, right? We call that grapple. Yeah, grapple. <laughs> yes, and we were dressed. We put on everything we had, and it was windy. And we just come out of the launch area. If people know Fowler, they'll know what I'm talking about. There's a church on a point to your left, and just past that, there's a deep weed line break there. And Dennis says, "Yeah, last week I had some clients out here, and we saw a nice fish right over here." So I threw my. I I, I can't remember if I was using a bulldog or a big Joe live action. Okay. It was one of the two. I popped a 44-incher that was so fat. Wow. <laughs> on, well, li- some- and on camera, which was great, That's live great. on camera, yeah. And so- the great thing is they have a lot of forage in there for those fish to yes, really stock up on. they do have a lot out there. Who do you got on the line there, Ryan? I believe he said his name was Rich, but I may okay. have forgotten, and uh, he's an old friend. Uh, maybe it's Rich or Rick. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. This is Rich from Milwaukee. I, yes. I, have, to, I have to, first of all, I think say hi to Lori. Uh, hi. For, for me, his name was Miller. Yes, it is. Okay, you know, I'm Rich. I'm Dick's nephew. Oh, hi, Rich. How are you? <laughs> How are you? Oh, hi, Rich. I am a long time over here. Oh, so I'm just, yeah, well, I'm just like a girl. Different. Yeah, I know. I know that. And uh, not to take up all your time here, oh, that's but right. uh, I had a, I had a, a cousin that lived on Nagawicka, and yeah. um, I had the opportunity of fishing with Lori, I think, more than once. On oh, the yes, lake we have. And fishing. Yes. And Absolutely. I thought you had a lot of fun. Yes, and, we did. Uh, yes, know, we, we did. I learned a lot. Nice a lot. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, I was a fly rod guy at the time. Yeah. And uh, but uh, uh, not to take all the time up here, uh, Laurie and Laurie's uh, family uh, from the Waukesha area, they were very close to my uncle yes. and uh, who lived near Vernon Marsh. And uh, that's how I got to know Laurie. And uh, I wanted just to say how, how you, you got, got the, the best program as far as I'm concerned. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank I you. work Saturday morning, so I get I can only hear, hear parts of your program. Yeah, but they need more programs like this. I mean, well, anybody can catch on any station the the the, the, the scores of the games last yeah. night and yeah. the games coming up. Hey, but Rich, I got to ask you. Fishermen still yeah. out there that that look for this time. And yeah, I'm one of them. Hey, I got to ask you. Who yeah. do, now you <laughs> might be a little prejudiced here. Who do you <laughs> like bet, better sitting next to me, Bushy or Lori? <laughs> Just well, remember, I know where you live. <laughs> uh, you don't have to answer that. You don't have that's to answer a, that. That's not uh, a hard option. I, I was just joking Because, <laughs> see, I, I, know Bush, actually... I, I know Bushy's not listening, so he's in, <laughs> no, no, he's, he's in Green I, Bay. I, so. I think, Laurie, I think the last time I saw you, I think I was working part-time again. Or yes, you were. And, yes, uh, you were. Actually, actually, you know, you're, you were a frequent customer as, as I was. But yeah. uh, anyway, say good luck to you. Yeah, um, thank you. Hope to, hope to see you again. 
Oh, we will. We will. All right. Well, and, thanks uh, for calling, Rich. No, that's fine. And keep up the good business. All right. All right thank you very Rich. much. See you, Rich. Bye now. Uh, that was fun. Oh, long uh, time well, no here. Yeah, we got to go to another break. Unfortunately, we got to. Well, we always got to do these. We got to pay bills and all that. But uh, she's Lori Scherf. I'm Tom Newbauer. He's Ryan Horvath on the boards. There, we're going to break. Coming up next is the gut report. So stay tuned for that, folks. We'll be right back with more on Sports Radio 1250 AM or 105.7 FM. The Fan. Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, I was gonna do this, uh, I'm on a Spanish theme, I guess, but oh, I, I'm, no. gonna, I'm gonna save this for next week because Lori is gonna do our guest Gut Report. Ooh. Now, tell us about them, Northern Pike. The Northern Pike, since we've No, been no, talking- not Northern. Nordern. Nordern. Yeah, in Northern. Wisconsin, they say they're Northern Pike there, hey. <laughs> no, anyway, go ahead. Uh, since we've been talking about the, the Northern Pike and, and catching them, uh, we, we do love to eat them. Uh, I have a great recipe. If you have a decent-sized Northern, you know, inflate it out, get those Y-bones out. Right. And I take about two to three eggs, beat them up with some real Hellman's mayonnaise. I take about at least a half a cup, whip that up so it's nice and creamy, take a bag of Ruffles potato chips and open them up so you get the air out of the bag, crunch that bag up into tiny little pieces smash them good smash the smithereens out of them take your fish fillets cut them you know cut them up to whatever size you you want and you dip them in that egg mix dip them into potato chips and i bake mine about 400 degrees and stick them in the oven bake them until they're done oh my god doesn't take long right it does not take long just until they're nice and you know until they're done until they're nice and golden golden brown brown. yep and they're just awesome it's delicious it's delicious (laughs) (laughs) i never heard of the mayonnaise in with the eggs most people put milk in with yeah i don't know what it does it just makes it uh i don't want to say it takes the fishy taste out of the fish well there is no fishy taste really if there is anything but it just gives it that extra richness to it yeah that yeah, sounds good. I gotta it's, try it's it. I gotta really put good. the mayonnaise in with the eggs. Definitely, I gotta, I gotta definitely do that. And it has to be mayonnaise, not Miracle Whip. Right? No, no, not Miracle. <laughs> no, no, that's no, not. No, that, that's, that's not, not that. Yeah, that's, that's a salad dressing. You know, when I was a kid, I thought that was mayonnaise. And when I met my wife, well, yeah. when I met her, uh, she said she looked at me like I was from another planet. She, that's not mayonnaise. Yep, they cannot, call, they cannot call it mayonnaise. It's <laughs> right, a dressing. Exactly. Right. So. Anyway, the, uh, the Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Barstow in Maine in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Oh, and getting back to uh, Tex in the big truck, uh, his questions about uh, Winnebago, yes, Text. I have heard that the that the dandy perch are biting good, but and you know in the same areas where guys are catching the nice perch, they're catching a few walleyes too, but they're also catching a lot of sheephead. Yeah, a lot of sheephead. <laughs> You're gonna catch those, yes. yes. So uh, yes, definitely, uh, text. Get out there if you can, and then make sure you call us and tell us how and you tell did. How you did? Well, text is a regular. Okay. He's okay. a regular caller and emailer. And I just text. I just hope you're not like emailing when you're driving the big rig. <laughs> you know, <laughs> only hope, when you're stopped. Yeah, only when you're stopping at one of them truck stops. So <laughs> or right. wherever. 
Anyway, all right, now I can do this, playing with this computer. Now, Lori, when uh, we were talking before, and we are talking to Lori Scherf, uh, a female outdoors person who's been in in her whole life, basically. Yeah, basically my whole life. Um, Now... You said your husband basically got you into musky fishing, but you like other you fish oh, for other I, oh, fish, we, right? Yeah, I yeah. fish for panfish while I yeah. you according know, you to name Rich, it. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah, panfishing. Yeah, but I fished with his uncle uh, Dick and uh, a couple of my dad's buddies. You know, they were all buddies together, and that's how I learned how to ice fish with from a lot of these older gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And back then, we didn't have the Vexlars and all the equipment. You were either sight fishing or just sitting in a hole. Or hole, hole, hop, hole, hole hopping from hole it, to hole to hole. Exactly. Yeah. And you learned a lot of patience. and mm-hmm. um, But I did learn a lot from a lot of these, uh, you know, gentlemen yeah. in, in the time but now you're now when you met your husband though he he was a musky angler already yes yeah. yes so. and so basically uh probably about 20 years ago i couldn't get into musky fishing just could not get into it, it you know it's it, kind of like a little kid you gotta catch something all yeah, the time. yeah 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 and so i'd pan fish and all of a sudden i'd be pan fishing well of course the bait is there if you're catching pan fish and you know and all of a sudden he's raising or catching muskies and then i'd pick up a musky rod and you know, I, okay, no, I'm not seeing anything. Well, then the bait fish are gone. So, you know, it was in between pan fishing and walleye fishing and musky fishing at the time. Yeah. And then I just kind of graduated to almost all musky fishing. Because you still... went out with him a lot. He's musky fishing, so eventually right. you, you picked yeah, it up. Yeah, you get yeah. jealous. You want to yeah. catch one of those big fish. Yeah, and then when you did? You get addicted. <laughs> were, were you you were hooked then? I was hooked. I was yeah. hooked for life now. No, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no pun. yeah, we've had a few hooks and yeah. hands and butts and everything else. But Did you uh, really have yes, one in your butt? How did butt. it get there? We won't go there. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no it was That's a weird place for one. Yeah, it was a Pewaukee Lake and one of those big weight Boats went by, and I kind of lost my balance and kind of sat on a oh, bulldog. Oh, you sat on I it? I sat on a bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was not fun. So, yeah, we, we oh. did the old hook trick with the line and yeah. pulling it out. Yeah. It actually works really well. But See, um, I see, I do some, I've, I tried. you got to have the right person and the right hook to do that line thing. Yeah. Uh, I tried it on a guy with on a mini mite, and yep. it didn't work. Oh, that's because, just a baby hook, though. Yeah, it's a small <laughs> hook, but we had a, we had a we cut the jig off okay. because, and I should have left it on, on. Yep. to hold it down on hold the skin. Uh, that was my mistake, you know. But see, I got a different way of getting hooks out. I uh, I either have my last resort by uh, by K bar. Okay. It's a little looks like a little triangle knife that's super sharp at okay. the point, or the knife I carry with me uh, is I make sure it the the point is super sharp. And what I do is I, I the, where where wherever the hook went in, I just make that hole a little bit bigger. Oh, you're cutting. Yeah. Oh, I'm I just I, I just stick that knife in there. Make yeah, it hurts a little <laughs> bit. You gotta you gotta grit your teeth a little bit, and it bleeds a little bit. But I just make the hole a little bit bigger and then pop it out. Okay. So okay. it does come out. Yeah. It, well, you're not doing it on a five or a seven knot musky hook though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just, remind me not to go just, fishing. With you. I just make it a little bit bigger. Just, just make that's it all. bigger. That's just a little. Yeah, just so oh the barb Lord. can come out. Yeah, oh that's Lord. all. And, and and you know, really, everybody has a different tolerance for pain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And everybody knows what they can handle. So this might work for some people, but maybe not for right, others. Right. And I would never do it to somebody else. Right. Because I don't know what they can handle. Right. You know. Right. And uh, so, well, but was, what you know what I should get though is I should get a little scalpel. Those are oh, super sharp. Oh, 
I should get a little scalpel. I don't know if I trust you without any uh, Novocaine or anything. <laughs> no, it's not so. It's not so bad. Yeah, but I. Yeah, over the years, I. Yeah, I've had some hooks. Yeah. The, one of the weird ones was, I, I, I. This is a dumb story, but I got to. I was fishing with a friend of mine. This is many years ago, and uh, we we were we were normally bass fishing, but we decided to muskie fish. Okay. okay? And. I made a cast, but something whizzed me on, like, by my ear, you know? And it, like, like kind of, like, not really hit my head, but yeah. kind of thought I hit my head, you know? Right. But it, And I thought it was the guy in the back of the boat, you know? And I, and I turned around and said, Terry, what the heck are you doing, you know? He said, what are you talking about? And I said, <laughs> you just smacked me into my ear here. He says, no, I didn't. No, you didn't. I, I'm doing something else. Well... Actually, I found out I did it to myself. You did it to yourself. <laughs> when I cast, you know, sometimes you go back a little too far, you know, and it came through and and a bigger bait. And I actually, the the about a I don't know about a quarter inch of my ear, right in the Look middle that. of that cartilage. Yeah. The hook went in and just Zip. cut it in half. I don't know if I would admit to that. You know, I it was really dumb on my part, <laughs> really dumb, but. But you know, to look at it now, there's just a, like a little line. It all just healed up it real healed nice. Up I mean, you can't even hardly tell that it ever happened. That's you your know? only piercing that you have, right? Yes. Yes. Thank okay. The Thank Lord, Lord, that's the only piercing <laughs> I have, and the only one I'll ever, ever have. have, unless I get another hook in the ear or right, something. Right. Right. Oh. But that. yeah. But yeah. That you know, sometimes that stuff can. It happen happens. To you. It happens. I mean, I had one. I actually had to go to the emergency room uh, to urgent care. It was under the. And it went under, and we could not get it out. So yeah. it, that was my fault trying to get weeds off of a okay. bulldog. Yeah. And, you know, and you, yeah, and, and yeah, you're not you sure where the weeds are. Yeah. And wham. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, it's in. And of course, on your Memorial hooks, Day. And of yeah. course, your hooks are su- super sharp. Oh, they're super sharp. They're yeah. razor sharp. Yep. And yeah, and having another, you know, number five odd hook in your thumb, and it, it was not yeah. coming out. People and, people say push it through. Yeah, it wasn't going through. Oh, <laughs> oh no, well, no, especially no. if it's under a nail. It was under, well, it was under the bone. It was actually stuck in the bone under you know in that area yeah. and i went into the urgent care and they're like oh can i help you and i'm like yeah can you get this hook out of my thumb and the woman's like oh my god um yeah i had about four people in there just watching and they're I, I'm like just just numb well, it just numb it. It, it yeah that was beyond pain well, I my ha- thumb actually hurts right now to talk yeah, about i it. i had to go one time i was fishing a walleye tournament out by green bay and i got one and i was trying to fish with the holding the lure in my hand and yep. turning the the real handle the spinning reel handle okay. you know at the same time and that wasn't working so they, they took me in and uh, it was one of those bigger hooks on yep. a, it was a big cadmium nickel hook anyway they took me in and uh, the guy it was funny because you know when they put novocaine in you they put it right in the wound yes. it, whether you got yes. a, a cut or you know the you know, if you need stitches, they put it right in the wound, and that hurts. That hurts. It hurts. That, oh, that's yeah. the that hurts. worst. It hurts. That's it bad. hurts. But then, after it got all numbed up, the doctor says, "Well, now I'm going to get my special hook getter outer tool." You know what he got out? A needle nose pliers. <laughs> I know. I, I even like, brought my Nipex along to the uh, urgent care, and just I'm like, in case. You, "Just in case." I'm like, "Can you just get the other hooks off so you yeah. don't get stuck?" Yeah, me. exactly. Yeah, and well, yeah. they actually had to cut that one out. Yeah, um, they yeah. could not push it out, pull it out, yeah. and like, uh, just just do it, just yeah. get it out, just and, get it out. Yep. So. Well, guess what, folks? It is now time to play the horn schwaggle. Brought to you by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. Since Bushy's not here, I'm going to give you three statements. You're going to say if it's a horn schwaggle, which is mean I'm I'm not telling you the truth. Or it's a no horn schwaggle, which means I am telling you the truth. And you know me. I'm very <laughs> truthful. 
That's why they call me Tommy the True. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're going to play that. Be the third caller, and Ryan will get you on the line, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Be the third caller to play the Hornschwaggle. I'll make it easy on you. We'll be right back with more. This is a cool song, Laurie. Yeah, I picked the song. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> this is good. Got it. Got to dedicate Ted Nugent and, yeah. and Fred Bear. Got to have yeah, it. Fred Bear. This this is the name of the song. Yes, yeah. it is. Fred Bear. Yep. Yeah, I like. You know what? I should write that down. What's the name? It's called uh, Fred Bear. Fred Bear. Call the Wild. Yes, Fred. Bear. I'm writing this down. Now let's not forget we're playing Hornswoggle this week because remember what happened last I week. I know, oh, I know. No. <laughs> we had no, a guy re- waiting online yeah. for about 20 minutes. The reason I had to write that down was because I'm going to go on uh, ultimateguitar.com. I'll uh-huh. get the words and the music and I'll be playing it in two minutes. Cool. So anyway, all right, let's play the Hornswoggle. Yeah, and uh, it's sponsored by Baitmate Fish Attractants and Coleman Insect Repellents. Who do we have? We have Mike today. Hey, good morning, Mike. How you doing? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Where are you from, Mike? West Dallas. West Dallas. All right. Uh, You know how this game works, right? Well, refresh my memory. How's that? Okay. (laughs) I'm going to give you a statement, and you got to tell me if it's a hornswoggle, which means I'm BSing you, or it's no hornswoggle, which means I'm telling you the truth. Okay? All right. And you'll win a really nice prize package if you correctly guess two out of the three, okay? All righty. Okay, number one. Rivers generally flow south, but the Fox River from Green Bay to Winnebago flows north. Hornswoggle or no Hornswoggle? That is no Hornswoggle. You are right. You got it great. All right. That's right. It's one of the very few rivers. Do you know the one other big river that flows north? No. Nope. Nope. Lori, do you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's the Nile. The Nile River flows north. Really? Denial. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Don't be in denial. Okay, <laughs> here we go, Mike. When a muskie follows your lure to the boat, it will only hit the lure if you are doing only a figure eight. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? That is uh hornschwaggle. You're right again. <laughs> You're a winner. That's right. That is a, you can do a figure O, a side to side, hang it over the over the water. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, if he's gonna bite, he's gonna bite. Okay, I'm gonna see if you can go three for three. All right. All right. Now this is a tough one. You know how Bushy tries fooling people at times, right? Correct. All right. Rapala lures are made in two countries: Finland and Ireland. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle. I got this one right. That's a hornswoggle. Uh, no, that is not a hornswoggle. Actually, oh. the other country that Rapala lures are made in are Ireland. Look at the Rapala lures you have. If you've got some newer ones, let's say within the last 10 years or less, yep. look at the lip. A lot, Most of them will say mm-hmm. Finland, but every now and then you'll find one that says Ireland. Yeah, just look at the lip ones. I was surprised when I saw that, and it's like, are you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> I thought it'd be China or someplace. <laughs> you know. Well, you are a winner, Mike. Uh, do you have Mike's uh, ad- name and address? Yeah, I handed yeah? it to you. Oh, oh, that's right. That was for the Hornschwaggle. <laughs> yep. That's right. I'm sorry, because 
coming up, we have the NFL football picking contest that after the 7:15 break. But Mike, you can't play that because you just won this, okay? okay? But I gotta ask you. Oh, wait a minute. Let me get that piece of paper out. Don't go away, Mike. He don't. sticks things in his pockets and he yeah. holds them up, and now he's um, now I gotta open board. it. Then they okay. blame me when you don't get your stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> I want to ask uh, you a question about. Sunday, last Sunday, when you went to Delavan, how'd you do? Oh, no, we, we ended up not. If you would have been listening earlier to the show, you were a late riser today, Mike. Yes, uh, I was. <laughs> uh, we, we ended up not going to Delavan. It was just a little too windy to go there, oh, okay. so we went someplace else. Anyway, right. um, what kind of fish, uh, for the bait-made fish attractant, what, what kind walleye. of walleye? Yeah. Okay, and uh, for what? No deep. No, no deet. deet. Okay. Well, you got it, sir. And I'm going to email this to Bushy so that uh, when he gets back, he can send this off to Baitmate, okay? Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for playing. Yeah, that's all right. Awesome. He, he did great. I thought, see, we, oh, we got him on one of those. We got him on one. Got him on one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Okay, we, you know what? We need a caller for this real quick before okay. we go to a break. 799-1250. Just call. I'm going to ask you a question. You're not going to win anything, but this is for fun, okay? 799-1250. Give us a call right now. We'll put you right on the air. Um, I'm just going to give you a riddle to see if you can get it. It's pretty easy. It was pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is. It's pretty easy. This is not a hard but it's it's a funny one, okay? So 799-1250. Anybody Oh, come on, folks. Light them we, up. We we want you to, or or should I just ask Ryan this riddle? Here. Yes. Let's see. Oh, there we go. I'm, not, I'm not even going to screen okay. it. This Who is radio got? at its finest. I yeah. have no idea. Hi, who's this? Al. Hey, Al. How hey, you Al. doing? Good morning. Good, sir. Okay, I'm going to give you this riddle. Keep your mind out of the gutter, okay? <laughs> I'll try. All right. <laughs> I just left Smokey, so it's a little tough. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who's working Guy today? City. Who's working today out there? Um, I can't remember his name. Got a mustache, bald head. Bert. 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 Yeah. The Bert. Okay. Here we go. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a big one. Michael J. Fox has a small one. Madonna doesn't have one. The, what the hell's going on? Hey, hey. The Pope has one, but doesn't use it. What is it? Should I read it again? Yeah, I have a feeling okay. it has to do with the letter. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a big one. Michael J. Fox has a small one. Madonna doesn't have one. The Pope has one, but doesn't use it. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good one. I don't know. Don't get me in trouble. Yeah, like <laughs> no, I said, you got to keep your mind out of the gutter on this, okay? It's right. a last name. Gotcha. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, you'll find that and more in the latest issue of Badger Sportsman Magazine. So, anyway. Sure. I got one for you guys. All right. Know. Okay. All right. So, uh, what side of the chicken has the most feathers? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I know this one? I know a lot of stupid jokes. What side of the chicken has the most fe- I know there's this real... Th- Go ahead. Tell us. The outside. Oh, oh very <laughs> good. Thanks, Al. Yep, take it easy. See ya. Thank Bye you. now. That was good. That was I good. never, that I'm was... thinking left, right. right. Yeah, yeah, I never thought of. Out, his butt. Yeah. yeah, I never thought of inside, outside. Oh. Yeah, he got it. And us. now the man who has no feathers on him with your sports update. <laughs> No feathers on There's you. There's no feathers on you, buddy. That's true. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Ryan, 
Horvath with the sports update. Take it away, Ryan. Thank you very much. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.